everyone, I hope you had a grateful Thanksgiving and I also hope everyone took the opportunity to listen to the conversations that I had with Pastor Ernesto from the past uh, couple of podcasts. They were a great way to kind of get to know him a little bit better and to hear a little bit about his life, so I hope you'll take the time to do that. Uh, and so, moving forward, we're back for our regular scheduled programming and continue on with our conversation about the fruit of the Spirit. I want to remind you that this is a great time to talk with God and ask for the ability to see where the Holy Spirit is at work in your life, growing these fruits. And we have a great helper and advocate, which are other names for the Holy Spirit, to guide us at all times. So please take some time to reflect on that as we're going through this little word study. So Galatians 5, 22 through 23 reads, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. So today we look at the word kindness, and kindness might be something that comes easy for you. The term Nebraska nice is probably not a new saying. As many of you were born and raised in Nebraska, we know how we tend to be nice to each other. We tend to not ask any uncomfortable questions, we tend to shy away from religious and political discussion at dinner, though we can't say that about social media, and we know to never ask how much money someone makes, how old they are, or how much they weigh. If you've been able to travel much over the years, whether in the U.S. or abroad, you probably learned pretty quickly that not everyone is as nice as Nebraskans. People honk more in other cities, they don't apologize every time they bump into you, and they tend to be fine with putting themselves first. Today we look beyond just being nice and we look to kindness. It's tempting to lump these two words together, but they are different. This word can be translated as moral goodness or integrity. This word comes up in Romans 2, 3 through 4. Let's read it. But do you suppose this, O oh man, when you pass judgment on those who practice such things and do the same yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you think lightly of the riches of his kindness and tolerance and patience? not knowing that the kindness of God leads you to repentance. This says that the kindness of God leads us to repentance. Repentance is acknowledging and turning away from sin. This means that God's kindness could be helping us to acknowledge where we are sinful, where we need God's grace, where we need to repent, and where we need God's healing. God, in his great kindness, will point us to how much we need him. This is a gift from God, though it might not feel like it at the time. God's kindness is reminding us to turn to him when we need healing. Next up, let's look at Ephesians 2, 4-7. through 7. It reads, But God, being rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come, he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. This passage reminds us that it is in God's kindness that we receive the gift of forgiveness and new life. It points out to us that we are seated with him in the heavenly places through Christ Jesus. It is in God's great kindness that we have eternal life and hope in our current lives. God's kindness is oftentimes the balm we need in our world. We go out in the world and tend to come back a little bit defeated, bruised and hurt. Whether we encounter someone grouchy with us at the grocery store, or a coworker makes an insensitive comment, or a relative said something harsh, God is always present extending his mercy. When our first reaction might be to make a cutting comment in return or roll our eyes, 
we have the Holy Spirit to help us offer a different response, a kinder response. Titus 3, 1-7 reads, Remind them to be subject to rulers, to authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good deed, to malign no one, to be peaceable, gentle, showing every consideration for all men. For we also once were foolish ourselves, disobedient, deceived, enslaved to various lusts and pleasures, spending our life in malice and envy, hateful, hating one another. But when the kindness of God our Savior and his love for mankind appeared, he saved us, not on the basis of deed, which we have done in righteousness, but according to his mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out upon us richly through Christ Jesus our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we would be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This passage, once again, points us to God's kindness in redeeming us. In gently reminding us of our need for him, God extends kindness to us. How can we do the same? How can we extend kindness by offering generosity and healed relationships to those in our life? You probably have a relationship with either a friend, child, parent, in-law, cousin, or some other family member that needs a little work, a little grace, a little extension of healing. How can we bring more of God to this earth by extending kindness that you've been given by God? I hope that while we're in the Advent season, we can call on the Holy Spirit to help empower us to extend kindness to those in our lives. Kindness reminds us that we are not alone. God's kindness is constantly extended to us, available for us to receive at any time. This ever-flowing kindness from God is one of the best parts of being in a relationship with God. We have the Holy Spirit offering us kindness in a world where rejection, hurt, and disappointment seems ever-present. So as we think about Nebraska nice, it's important to remember that this word kindness is more than being nice. Kindness can also help correct sin and brokenness in our world. Sometimes we can be kind to one another by reminding each other that we need God. We experience so much brokenness and God is here to help heal. In spite of our broken world, our God is kind and available to us to heal. I pray that we at FLC are agents of God's healing kindness this Christmas. Let's pray. God, help us to always be there for one another and extend kindness to one another. We desperately need each other to make the world the place you have envisioned. Help us to be kind. Help us to point each other to you. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you to everyone for listening today. And thank you also to everyone who took a person, an individual or child off of the tree, um, our little the bridge giving tree this Christmas. We actually ended up having no ornaments left at the end of last Sunday, so it was great. But this week, we're going to have uh, just some cash donation ornaments for the bridge. And then also, hopefully, we might have some Lifehouse families that we can also adopt this Christmas. And if we don't have them this Sunday, then we will for sure have them the next Sunday. So make sure you still check out the tree if you are looking to adopt a family um, this Christmas. We are needing a radio and altar flower sponsors, so uh, you can sign up on our website to be uh, to participate in that ministry, or you can call the church office and we'll get you signed up to do that. Uh, Chicks Flicks will be on Tuesday, December 8th at 6.30, and they are watching the movie Gifted, and this is a super great night and a great night to fellowship, so we hope that you will be able to participate. That is it for this week, so thank you and have a great week.